0: Hi, I'm Holland Petrock. I'm 15 years old and live in Jacksonville, North Carolina. This is Climate Stories Youth Report. A podcast by Coastal Youth Media and NC Health News, exploring how climate change is shaping our neighbors lives in unexpected ways. I'm your host. This podcast is produced by eight youth producers living in rural coastal North Carolina. Our region is one of the earliest places in the US to be impacted by climate change. After training with professional North Carolina journalists, we embarked as reporters ourselves. Each episode, you'll hear from different coastal North Carolina youth reporters and their stories. Let's begin. I'm Ariel Shipman, and this is my climate story.
1: How does climate change affect the pH levels in the soil? Over the summer of 2020, I started a garden. When I went to plant my favorite vegetables, they wouldn't grow well. I wondered why. I knew how my tomatoes were supposed to look and they weren't looking like that. When I saw that the tomatoes weren't growing well, I knew we needed to wait for rain. I also knew my soil wasn't the ideal pH level for any of the vegetables that I planned to grow. I remembered what my grandmother told me, so I waited for rain to come because that is when my acid levels in the soil would become higher. When I was younger, my grandmother would always take me into her beautiful garden. It was filled with so many fruits and vegetables, tomatoes, mustard leaves, and squash. I remember visiting my grandmother and one day I couldn't find her. So I immediately ran to the greenhouse and there she was, ordering all of her new beautiful ferns. She was the person who introduced me to the gardening life. I always loved seeing the differences between all the tomatoes that would grow. However, there were days when it started to rain, and the tomatoes after the rain seemingly turned yellow. But for what reason? My grandmother always told me, when you think about rain, you think about water and how it's great for the plants. In reality, the acidic levels from the rain usually don't benefit the plants unless The pH levels in the soil are low. The acid gets into the rain as a result of pollution. Power plants, especially those that use coal for firing, create smog, which is acidic. When the rain comes, it washes the acid out of the air, creating something called acid rain. This makes the soil acidic. What is soil pH, you may ask? Soil pH is a measurement of how acid or alkaline the soil is. Soil pH is measured on a scale of one to 14, with seven as the neutral mark. Most plants prefer a somewhat neutral pH, anything from 6.2 to seven. When the soil is too acidic, there are nutrients in the soil, but the plants can't use those nutrients. When the soil gets too acidic, either because of things such as weed killers or because of acid in the rain. The soil gets too much acid and the plants can't absorb all the good things that come from the soil. Gardeners usually prefer the neutral mark, but they notice when the pH level is off after it has rained for a few days. In an interview with Nikki Hobbs, who teaches at Columbus and College Academy, Nikki told me that the acid rain problem used to be really bad.
2: If you'll go talk to anyone that's um, a little bit older, like I would say in their 60s, 70s, um, 80s, especially, they can probably tell you more about this. How the tomatoes right now and a lot of your produce right now that that you get from the stores, they don't have the taste that they once had.
1: He said that farmers have traded flavor in plants in order to make them easier to grow.
2: But what's wild is that over the past four to five years, there has been a renewed um, change in where people in the public are wanting things to have that old style taste again, where it has the flavor. So Mm -hmm. what's happening is a lot of your um, your companies now are redoing their genetic crossing for their plants to now develop the plants that now have more flavor again versus being easy to grow.
1: He said most people aren't aware of it, but there are some tomatoes that are actually purple, not red. There are also tomatoes that are orange, yellow, or even green when they're ripe.
2: I'm gonna go and tell you they look ugly, ugly, ugly the way they are <laughs> designed. They are not perfectly round. They are all kinds of uh, <laughs> who knows what the word would be, but they're not pretty and round. They're mm-hmm. all oblong shaped. and all got all kind of little growths coming off the side of them, and they're and they're a dark color, but. They're the old kind, and that's what's called a heirloom variety, meaning that it's, it's from the old kind of plants. And you can also take the seed, save it, and it'll give you that same plant again. But anyway, they have a much greater variety. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that, but challenge to you, if you go to any kind of produce stand or Walmart or anything, see if you can find an heirloom variety and try it.
1: Thanks to Mr. Hobbs and my grandmother, I now understand even more than I already did. This shows us that a lot has changed over the years due to demand and climate change. My garden has a more clay-like soil and the pH level in my soil isn't great. So I had to research more about acidic levels and how to reduce and increase them. So in order for us to have these neutral levels of pH, we had to start going green. As funny as it sounds, climate change really affects the way our plants grow in the acidic levels in the soil. When you think about climate change, you think about sea levels rising, Arctic locations gradually losing ice, and so much more. Well, in my local garden, when it gets hotter, there doesn't seem to be as much water so the acidic levels tend to become lower and the plants don't get the nutrients that they need. In my garden that I started, which was inspired by my grandmother, we didn't have the ideal pH level. So we had to wait for the rain and with the climate change we knew that during the summer we wouldn't see a lot of it. So we started to use lime, which is alkaline. Occasionally rain would come and overall we saw results, but not the ones we wanted. The tomatoes were still yellow and so we knew that it would take a while to get rain. So we decided to wait until we got it. That's when our tomatoes started to come out red and plump. I have never been more excited to grow my own vegetables and maybe this will inspire someone out there that knows about climate change and how the effects can really take a toll on the pH levels.
0: Thanks for listening to Climate Stories Youth Report. Each episode, our Coastal North Carolina Youth Reporters take you into a story about how climate change is shaping our neighbors' lives in unexpected ways. I'm your host, Holland Petrock. I'm 15 years old and live in Jacksonville, North Carolina. After going through a journalism and podcast training program coached by Coastal Youth Media and NC Health News journalists, our youth reporters produce stories about their home region. This project is funded in part by a grant by North Carolina Sea Grant through the Community Collaborative Research Program. Coming up, another Climate Stories Youth Report episode.